Hey, what's up? What's going on? You're a no in the hago. It's the Ruger Sprayer again. You're here for another edition of Cuts Podcast. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. Now, I, I, I had to go to the West Coast. Even though he used to be here in the East Coast, but I had to go to the West Coast. I had to get my man, Percy Brown. Percy Brown, what's good, son? What's going on, sir? Oh, man. Thank you for having the most charismatic man in entertainment join you. Join your show, man. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, listen. The Rugers, hey, if I'm going to be the Ruger spread, hey, I might as well get the most charismatic, right? Exactly. Definitely, yo, off the rip, you know, off what I read off the bio, pretty solid and dope-ass resume, right? Right. 2021, right? It, it, we're already seven days in. What are, you, what are you feeling right now as far as with your brand for 2021? Like, what are the goals? Like, t- take us into that. You know, man, it, it's been a it's been a rocky 2020, but you know, I've been I've been able to achieve some uh, success in my career. So 2021, even though it's starting off a little rocky, you know, as right. we all know, I right. still I'm still I'm still headstrong on my goals. Okay. You know, I I still get my auditions for my agent. Um, mm-hmm. you know, kicking off the new year strong, and I have some big goals that I'm going to achieve regardless of what's happening at the Capitol or you know what else is going on. So. I mean, even even with that, I mean, we can't really, you know, control that. I mean, yes, we are creatives. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have uh, opinions or, you know, whatever facts or close to facts that we're going to have as possible with that situation or thereof. But I feel, you know, as a creative, as a creator, right? Right. The sense is that you really don't have a political mindset or political sense when it comes to what you're creating, because you're creating out of love and you're creating because of what you feel. Right. In a sense. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, definitely for the fact that, you know, regardless of what's happening, you're still on the course and focusing. Take us into like, what were you like your trials and tribulations as you were going into your career? Like, take us into that. Trials and tribulations. So basically, you know, for me, um, it's definitely... Uh, a, a goal of mine is to separate my personal life from my professional life. So, mm-hmm. you know, as I told you before, you know, I, I host a podcast, but whatever I speak on that podcast, I keep separate from my personal life. So when you see me on social media, yeah, I might share my episodes, but I only keep my, my social media and my public profile professional. So right. when my agents or casting directors or anybody with, you know, that can grant me opportunity to see my presence, it's clean. It's, it's, I have all my stuff going on. I'm busy. I'm active. Um, but it's tough, man, you know, especially right now with all the uncertainty, you know, especially with the entertainment industry shutdown, as you know, um, right. it's tough to, to stay motivated. And that's one of the biggest problems I'm having right now is, you know, sometimes I dip into that, oh man, everything is slow. I'm not getting auditions as, as fast as I'm, I'm used to. I can't travel. You know, I got asthma, so I'm worried about COVID sometimes. So it's a lot to juggle. But, you know, for me, it's all about how much you're dedicated to right. you know, to the cause. So for me, when I moved to L.A., it was strictly acting. And that's exactly what I'm focused on. And now with the pandemic, I'm allowing myself to explore new uh, hobbies and new mediums and, and new forms of, uh, using social media. So now I'm doing YouTube. Now I'm, I have a podcast that's all over, you know, different types of uh, platforms. Right. Um, so it's tough, but I think 
what keeps me going is my dedication and my will to succeed and achieve greatness. Cause I have a five year, five year plan that even if I can't hit everything, I'm going to at least hit five of those things. So, okay. And, and, and let's, let's stay on that. Like, what is that plan? Like, what is that, you know, five year plan? Like what, is, what does it consist of? So my five year plan basically is it, it kind of changed over the last year because I started working with different companies. Uh, you know, I did a couple of videos with Jubilee uh, Vice and stuff. So when I'm in terms of acting, I definitely am looking more towards TV and film because that's where the money right. is. Right. Um, so my goal for this year is to book a national commercial, uh, maybe a couple of voiceovers because I do auditions for that. Okay. And then because, you know, right now policies isn't, isn't happening. So I'm not sure how that is going to play out. So next year will be the time where I focus more on getting those TV spots and right. and the movie spots and stuff like that. So right, right now I'm just more focusing on the commercials and voiceovers, the stuff that I can do from home or if mm-hmm. things start opening up a little bit, we could travel for. Uh, but it's basically just, you know, getting that, getting that credit and then joining SAG, joining the union. Right. So, you know, I could start looking at the more high level gigs. Right. You know? Yeah, now that's what's up. Like, take us and 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 also too. Let's go right into how you started. You know what I'm saying? Like, what made you start? Because you went to a couple of great schools, you right. know, for your craft and your career. Like, take us, take my creatives into that, and also understanding like what it took and your feeling as you were going through these lessons and courses and everything of like that magnitude. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for me, I I, I was adopted. Uh, me and three of my youngest siblings, we were adopted. So, you oh, know, wow. growing up, you, you try not to fall victim to, uh, you know, the mentality of foster care where, you know, they always see you as a drug dealer, as a criminal, you all, you going to prison as soon as you turn 18. So right. uh, it all started for me. Uh, funny enough is I was watching Sweet Life of Zach and Cody almost every day after school. Um <laughs> And I was always always fascinated because back then I didn't know what acting was. I thought they just put people on and people were just being themselves on TV. And mm. then I started getting immersed to it because I got to see different people do different characters and portray different people. Right. Um, so going into high school, I decided to go to Urban Assembly uh, School for Perform Arts, which is right by Columbia University. Oh, and nice. Yeah, it, it, it was dope. I got to I got to work with them. And I got to work with New York Film Academy. Uh, I also got to work with um, Terrence from BET. Uh, nice. he, he, he He's a frequent uh, collaborator for the school. Um, and that's how I got, that's how I started working with Epic Theater Ensemble. And, you know, it was just a learning experience, you know, just learning from professionals and, and a couple of, you know, working actors that was in the business. Uh, just learning about script breakdowns, character work, memorizing lines, stuff like that. You know, the very basic stuff. And I, you know, doing Shakespeare plays off Broadway and, and doing stuff like that where people will come out and support, the feedback was amazing. And, you know, there was times where, like, I'll do a show and, you know, family members will say, hey, man, you know, I really enjoyed your performance, man. I, I really loved your character. So stuff like that kept me going. And then, you know, eventually I went to St. Bonaventure University, I was pretty much one of the you know main members of the SBU theater um, wow. organization there, and I mean his. I don't want to take too long of a you know a spiel to talk about it, but 
it's been it's been a lot of work putting into it you know it's and especially transitioning to tv and film because right. i've been doing theater for so long it's a different it's a different atmosphere and it's a different style of acting so you know for the last two years has been trying to separate my theater background from my tv and film background and it's been going well you know i'm still learning uh, but I'm still young too, so I had that time to to keep learning, keep auditioning, uh, keep being rejected, which I see as a good thing, and and keep learning along the way. And you know, eventually, um, with all the success that I've been able to achieve so far, I, there's no more, uh, there's no limits to what I, I'm going to achieve in the future. So, yeah, no, that's what's up, man. That's that's great. You talked into that now. As as you talked about schools that you went to for your arts and everything, I I went to high school, um, high school art and design. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I know that school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know you know, um, definitely. You know, that's why I got the creativity going. You know, teachers instilled in us about what it is to be a creative and art, and what art is about, and you know, it's how it um, is it is how can I what's the best word to say? How it's like simulated with life, and it's similar and you know, it's attached to life, it's association to life and everything. Do you feel that at times with creatives that art can separate life in a sense? Like, like as a late, you know, creatives have gotten in trouble per se, you know, with law and other things, like things that society doesn't agree with, but their talent sometimes oversees the art like what's your what's your take on that you know what man i i firmly agree with what you said i do think that sometimes you you do separate the personal from the professional so you know when you look at people like r kelly michael jackson you know everybody knows about these guys and, and their legal troubles you know a lot of people slander them which is is rightfully so but for me, I have no problem with listening to a Michael Jackson song like Billie Jean. And like, I have no problem listening to it. Why? Because what he did in the studio and what he did as a, a performer far, I'm not going to say outweighs what he did in his personal life, but I don't think that takes away from what he's done. You know, being a multi-platinum right. award-winning artist and, and the amount of love and, and uh, hit songs that he produced. Um, so for me, I it's... It, it's tough because I find myself battling that in the aspect that sometimes I feel like I shouldn't, you know, separate them, but I end up doing that just because I know how I'm forgiven, especially in the culture we live in now. You know, if I say something on, on the podcast, right. And then, you know, someone says, Oh, I didn't like what he said. And then my agent find out and now it's causing a whole problem. So Gee, yeah, it's tough. You, you kind of have to play it smart and you, you have to kind of play it, you know, unless you're playing it safe, then you definitely have to separate your, your, your identity from what you do on camera and what you do behind the camera. And it's tough to do that, but I do think what you do in art shouldn't imitate what you do in life. So. Right. Yeah. Nah, that's what's up. I'm glad you uh, came in the insight and also to take my creatives into the importance of having an agent, um, publicist or manager for that matter. Like, take us into that. Like, the, like your feeling into it. How has it felt to have an agent thus far in your career? You know, and everything of that magnitude. 
Yo, it's it's, it's definitely um, it's it's been a, a dream come true because I, you know, one of my one of my best friends, um, Odysseus. He he has a show on Netflix, and I remember I was talking to him about this because for so long, I've always wanted to, I wanted to go to a different you know height in my career. And I didn't want to get stuck in the realm of doing student films and, and small right. indie films, which which is great. But eventually, at some point, as you, especially as you start getting older, you know, you got bills to pay. You got expenses that you got to pay for. So having right. an agent now for the last year has been tremendous in the sense that I get more high qualified work. Mm-hmm. I'm forced into the big leagues. And now I'm, I'm getting in a conversation with Netflix and HBO and CBS and, and stuff like that. So um, it's also downside to it too, where a lot of people, when they get agents and stuff, they kind of, you know, get a little lazy, which I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of doing that, uh, where because you know people out there getting work for you, you know, you're just sitting back, cruising through life, you know, just waiting for the next audition to come through. Right. So you definitely get lazy. Um, but I think an agent is definitely very important when you want to progress in your career, because like I said, like bills going to get need to get paid. And for me, I don't want to work a nine to five job. So for me to right. do, to audition for a gig that, you know, can pretty much set me up for a full year of expenses, you know, that pay me, mm-hmm. then now I'm more focused in, to doing that. So it, it's definitely, it's much better to have that help than not to help it not to have it because there's only so much you can do on your own in this business. You know, you kind of need that help and guidance from people who have experience in the business to, to kind of take you along the journey. Yeah. Right, man. I'm glad you touched on that. I mean, yeah, man, as I tell my creators all the time, you know, perseverance is real, but also too, um, when it comes to this industry, you really have to pay attention to that. You know what I'm saying? You have to pay attention to whom you have, versus what you have, you know what I'm saying? And for you, it's great that you, you know, made the decision like, okay, things aren't going my way as by myself. Let me get the agent to do so for me, but still in the same token, I still keep myself busy and I still stay on my path. You know what I'm saying? Um, Definitely like, what what should we look out for you in 2020? Is there projects that you're on? Is there... Anything in the magnitude besides the podcast that we should all know about? Uh, you know, it's funny because uh, I mentioned your vice. So yesterday I actually did an hour-long interview for one of the directors. So that'll be coming out in February. Um, in terms of other projects coming out, uh, you never know. You know, I just had uh, an audition this week. I got another one I have to record by Tuesday. Um, mm. So it's... It, you, you never know, which is the great thing about the industry is the fact that you never know which one could be the one. So, you know, right. I'm fortunate and blessed to to keep auditioning. Um, but again, you know, with the entertainment industry being so um, being closed and now a lot of production companies are putting filming on hold for a lot of films. Everybody's out of work. I, even A-list celebrities, nobody's getting work. Everybody's trying to figure out the next move. Um right. So for me, it's just, you know, to grow my podcast because that, that's something that I, I hold dearly to me now because I've been able to create something for myself that mm-hmm. eventually will be able to pay my bills and I get to still enjoy doing it without worrying about, oh, when is the next job coming? You know, I'm doing something that I have on my own. 
I own it and I can always have that in my back pocket regardless of what situation I'm in. Um, so I, I, I just look at 2021 as a big uncertainty because we, we don't know what tomorrow will bring. You know, we right. all thought 2021 was going to kick off great and look what happened. So um, I'm just taking it day by day, man, just being grateful to be alive and just being able to continue getting auditions that a lot of people don't get is already a blessing in disguise. So I'm just, uh, I'm looking out for 2021. I think something big is coming. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but I know something big is coming for sure. Yeah, no, that's what's up. And yo, and last one, least, definitely let's know about this, man. The Prince of Fresh Air, man. Love the, <laughs> love the, love the logo, love the, the aesthetics of the, of the photo and everything like that. Like, yo, Take us in, just take us into that podcast, man. Like real talk. Here you go. Let's get it. Let my creative. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, yeah. and, you know, because I'm gonna have you on there. Um, yeah. The Prince of Fresh Air. You know, the Prince of Fresh Air. I started in June because I, I was I was home for a couple months, and I I was like, I I don't want to be sitting on my bed eating Cheetos, doing nothing all day. You know, I do have a you know a regimen that I like to follow, but. You know, working out for an hour a day and then having 23 hours of doing nothing. And then I found myself being submerged into politics and, and, and different, you know, especially with the George Floyd stuff. Yeah. So my my the original name of the podcast is called Controversial Topics. Right. I realized I was looking at podcast names. I was like, that that's too boring. That's too generic. Nobody's going to listen to that. You know, mm. controversial topics. What is that? So... Uh, the Prince of Fresh Air was I, I, I picked the name because you know Prince of Bel Air, but I said, let me add some spin to it. So, the reason why I chose that name was because I see myself, I hold myself to a high standard, right. and the reason why I included the Fresh Prince, what well, fresh in it was because I'm bringing a, a different atmosphere and a different spin and style to podcasting. Because sometimes when, when people podcast, one of the biggest things I have or problems I have is the fact that people are very dry and very boring. And it's like, nobody mm-hmm. trying to listen to a whole hour of just blah, blah, blah. So for me, I use that to bring my, my charisma, my personality to it and talk about those hard hitting questions and, and topics, mm-hmm. conspiracy theories, right. uh, Black Lives Matter, George right. Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all of that stuff, you know, right. the election. Right. Uh, I I talk about those hard hitting topics and questions, celebrity gossip, because if we don't have those conversations, then we're never going to have them. So mm-hmm. for me, it, it got to start somewhere. And I like to be the voice of reason. I'm a very open minded guy. I love to have those conversations. And for whether you're a Netflix star or, you know, right. a guy who works at McDonald's nine to five, I don't care who you are. I will mm-hmm. talk to you. We will sit down and talk and, at the end, at the end, whether we agree to disagree, we leave with a positive message. You know, we make some jokes, have a cold one. Uh, I vape, and you know, continue <laughs> living life. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, man. Now it comes the time where you talk to my creators right now. And what are your three motiv- motivational quotes or advice that you would like to talk to my creators about? Take it away. So for me, but the, the first thing I would say is I always in my pockets when I rec- uh, when I'm done is I always say a better hand is a helping hand. Right. And the reason why I say that is because we we live in a society now where there's so much hate 
everybody hates each other. We got people burning that buildings. You got people storming Capitol buildings. Nobody wants to hate each other. I think as people, if we sit down, have a conversation, and help each other grow, we right. will become in a much better spot. Right. And and I I always try to spread positivity because I'm a big believer in what you put in the universe, you get back. So if you preach negativity, right. you're going to get negative negativity. So I always encourage people to go out there. And, and, and spread love, spread positivity, because when you do that, God looks at you and he rewards you, whether you believe in God or right. not, that's, you know, but whatever energy you put out, you get. Right. Another thing I would say to creatives is figure out how important your career is to you. I had this conversation with a buddy, Dimitri, he, he's a frequent guest on the show. And okay. I told him, you have to figure out what is more important working that job or acting because when it comes to it you don't you want to be one of these guys 35 40 years old still wondering oh man what could i have done when i was younger you know so this is the time right now especially with the pandemic this is the time to really focus and and, and figure out what you want in life you know whether it's acting dancing choreography mm-hmm. uh rapping music it doesn't matter figure out how important it is to you and make that a priority because if you're one foot in, one foot out, it's going to be hard to balance that life. So <laughs> fully submerge yourself into, you know, your goals and your aspirations and really hit it head on. Because the people that succeed are the ones that are just always trucking along. Re- they get rejected nonstop, but they keep going because that is what they want in life. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And I will also, uh, the final thing I would say is definitely treat yourself as a brand you know for me the head the sunglasses i i I wear the sunglasses a lot just because it's just something that helps me stand out this is something that kind of helps me uh express my 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 charisma if you will my brand uh is very important to me and Mm -hmm. i think as creators we have to figure out what do you bring into the table because there's thousands of actors looking for work there's a thousands amount of youtubers trying to you know, get monetized. There's a thousand, uh, you know, people behind the scenes trying to get work too. So find something that you can oh. bring because in my mind, until you're famous, you're demanded and not being demanding. So, mm-hmm. you know, that one more well, time. actually, no, let me, let me, pull up, rewind. one more time. <laughs> let me do that one more time. So mm-hmm. uh, until you're a celebrity, you are demanding instead of being demanded. Mm, so, you hear that, my creators? You know, you, you don't want knocking on the doors until you get to the level where Netflix is knocking on your door like Dave Chappelle say, hey, we want you to do this project and we'll pay you. You're always trying to hustle and get that opportunity. So always definitely put your best foot forward and represent yourself. When you're out in the street, it's not tonight. It's not the early 2000s anymore. But when you're on the street, represent yourself. I'm not saying you gotta wear Gucci and all that stuff, but look presentable. Make sure you tight. Make sure your clothes is on point. Make sure you look good. You know, because you never know who you meet in the street. You know, I've I've met people on the street that presented me opportunities I never thought I'd get. So um, right. definitely always treat yourself as a brand from social media, which is very important. And you know, when you're on the street going to work or anything, try to, you know, look your best, you know, cause you never know who you're going to meet. And those are the moments that can separate 
or I, I should say change your life for the better. So I think those would be my three top advice I, I give to anybody who's trying to be, you know, I, I should say creatives. I should say that. All right, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Yo, nonetheless, man, let everybody know where to follow you at. I know we should know where to follow you at, but let everybody know where to follow you at, and as well as let everybody know about where to, where to listen to your podcast. Real rap. Let's go, man. Perfect. Uh, you know, if you want to find out to find me, you got to reach my agent because, you know, I'm a busy... No, I'm kidding. Man. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Mr. No Days Off Percy. Um, I'm also, you know, like I said, the host of the Prince of Fresh Air podcast, which is available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Breaker, pretty much any platform you can find podcasts. And I'm also, I just started doing YouTube too, so I post uh, clips of the podcast on there. Uh, Prince of Fresh Air, um, I'm on there too. And, you know, anywhere you can find me, I'm in. I'm on every social media platform you can find, besides TikTok. But, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me i appreciate yeah, it yeah man yo real rap man you already know my creatives you know when the hot go this is another edition of cuts podcast you know what the cuts stand for culture urban technology and sports you know what it is you know what's up out here come on man <laughs>